This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making our truth journey a reality. Please subscribe at VeritasRadio.com to listen to all segments of tonight's interview and all of our material. And for MMS, our futuristic metal case USB drives with all our seasons and bonus material, and now phytovitamins, visit the Veritas store. And also, don't forget to visit our sponsors page. And you may have heard already that one of my influences and inspirations for creating this radio program, Veritas, is Radio Hall of Fame inductee and someone who kept America up all night, Art Bell. Art Bell returns in September, and I wanted to take this opportunity to congratulate him and wish him the best on his new show, Art Bell's Dark Matter. All the best to you, Art, and may you continue taking your listeners to a magical journey to the center of the mind. And to get in touch with us for member support, media inquiries, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower. There's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And I want to take a moment to pay tribute to a colleague and friend of Veritas, 
We lost Kevin Smith from the Kevin Smith Show yesterday. Another friend, Jerry Wills, gave me the sad news. Kevin always gave more than he received and slept only a couple of hours per night. The times we spoke, I told him I could not understand how he could do everything on his own for five days every week. I told him to slow down. He would not. He wanted to be with his family, his audience, every night. He kept him company. I still remember our interview from 2009 and his story. Listen to it. James Rhodes said it best. Find what you love and let it kill you. Kevin found what he loved. It was his passion, and he did it till the end. My thoughts are with his family and his worldwide extended family who listen to him every night. I know you will miss him. Rest in peace, Kevin, and may you now know all the answers. This is Kevin Smith from The Kevin Smith Show, and you are listening to The Veritas Show. And tonight's special guest is a veteran and a friend of this program. In fact, the very first real interview I conducted on this show was with him. He's a political activist and a leading advocate for open, transparent government. Since 1996, he has been working to end a government-imposed truth embargo or formal acknowledgement of an extraterrestrial presence engaged in the human race. From April the 29th through May the 3rd, 2013, Paradigm Research Group produced its most ambitious project, the Citizen Hearing on Disclosure. Forty witnesses from 10 countries were brought to the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. Researchers activists and military and agency persons of high rank and station testified for 30 hours over five days before six former members of the U.S. Congress regarding events and evidence supporting the extraterrestrial explanation for a range of unexplained phenomena. And tonight's special guest is Stephen Bassett, and you can learn more about Stephen and his work by visiting his websites at paradigmresearchgroup.org and citizenhearing.org. Org. And I'm happy to welcome Stephen Bassett back to Veritas. Hello, Stephen. Welcome back. How are you? Hi, Mel. I'm fine. It's good to be with you again. It's been a, a long time since uh, we last uh, had you on the show. And, you know, as I always say to everybody who listens, you were my very first interview. And I had no idea that after five years, we'd still be here. So I'm glad to have you back. But let me just tell you a quick story. And, and then I'd like to discuss the citizen hearing because that was, a, to me, a very important event for all of us. I was in Miami Beach a, a few weeks ago with my family, and it was really hot. We decided to go inside of a hotel lobby. All of a sudden, we saw probably about 12 of the hotel employees gathering around a TV. And they were all just uh, looking amazed at what was going on. So I decided to peek in and, and see what was going on. They were watching apparently a a. Uh, a video of our mutual friend, the uh, former Ministry of, of Defense in Canada, Paul Hellier, who was talking about extraterrestrial contact. And you could see the faces of these people. This is mainstream people. Do you think that finally we are reaching mainstream? Uh, well, yeah, there's no question that the 
the the where over the last twenty years, particularly since ninety one, but really in a process starting all the way back in nineteen fifties, the public awareness of the phenomena is is a, now approach is approaching one hundred percent awareness. Uh, if you were to go on the street of any city and go up to somebody at random and say, "Do you know what a UFO is?" Probably every person would know. Um, if you asked them what an extraterrestrial was or what that idea was, they would know. So that, that's been happening. Uh, the awareness of the truth embargo, meaning the, the concept that the actual reality of this is being withheld from them by their own government, that really doesn't start to, in my opinion, get really start really advancing until 1991, 92. And since then, it clearly has advanced substantially. Um, uh, polls taken in the last 15 years uh, typically show uh, that when they're asked, do you think the government is telling the truth about this? The answer is no, about 80%. Obviously, that seems to imply an, an understanding that there's an embargo, a truth embargo of some kind. Um, so, yeah, we've made a lot of progress there with the with the public. Uh, enough, the, enough, enough, more than enough. I mean, there we got them covered. Where we haven't made the progress is with the, the mainstream media investigative units, the Congress and the executive branch. We haven't made enough progress. But then again, a look at the media. In 1982, probably over 50 companies owned the media. Now, six companies own the media. And we start looking at the connections between the media and the most powerful companies around the world, petrochemicals, pharmaceuticals. You come to the, and, and, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, you come to the realization that they will not allow this information to become public knowledge because it would fracture the entire industry that currently has the entire planet subjugated. Well, I, I don't agree. Uh, it, it's this much more, it's a much larger, broader situation than that. Uh, Let's expand the perspective here. First, while there has been a consolidation of of the top end old guard media, the networks, uh, major papers, television stations, and so forth, uh, at the same time, there's been an explosion of alternative media that's far more important than that. Of equal significance is that this new media, the new alternative media, which is internet-driven in cyberspace, massive, global, and impossible to control, um, has, as one of its uh, many, many accomplishments, succeeded in informing huge numbers of people about the media conglomeration of the mainstream media so that – and attack it, uh, criticize it. So uh, it's a two-for-one. And so the fact is is that we're not living in a situation now where a few corporations can literally decide the future of America. What they can is they can hang on to and control some ideas. Uh, but the fact is is that there's a lot of there's a lot of partisanship in that controlled arena. You've got Fox News, which is ludicrously on the right. You've got the MSNBC, which can sometimes is ludicrously on the left, you've got CNN kind of in the middle. So it's not like there's a universal message coming out of even the mainstream world. On the other hand, the networks are collapsing. I mean, I don't think they'll be in business all that much longer. The major newspapers are getting hits. They're going to have to move to cyberspace where they're much more vulnerable. 
uh, and easier to assess and examine. Of course, they're sort of on there now, uh, uh, but you know the print the print world is going away. So we're undergoing massive changes, and when you look at the bigger picture, the only conclusion I can come to is that the old world is getting hammered, and the old paradigm is falling apart. When a Bradley Manning can virtually turn the U.S. government upside down, when a, a Julian Assange and a, and a reasonably sophisticated but not massively sophisticated uh, operation like WikiLeaks can scare the hell out of the United States government, when a, a, when a collective like Anonymous, which is amorphous, ill-defined, and yet functioning, is able to drive companies and corporations and the government crazy, and then when a guy like Snowden, Edward Snowden, can come up and literally – literally slap the national security state straight across the face, get away with it, and still be in play months later, not only having slapped him across the face with the fundamental revelation about the NSA surveillance programs, but then create international stories bringing into play you know, Bolivian presidents being forced to the ground because they're not allowed over airspace because he may be on the plane. Putin having to make a decision to give him asylum and then turning around and giving him asylum, thus slapping the United States across the face again. This is a new world, and the old guard is getting their ass kicked. Uh, furthermore, the idea that, I don't know, the owners of a few networks or the owners of a couple of oil companies are walking around the 64th bottom floor of the Pentagon basement ordering colonels and, and generals around and telling them the truth embargo has to stay because they want to get even more filthy rich is also nonsense. And so one of the problems we have is that the years of frustration um, that have, have developed where we've watched the national security state build. We really couldn't do anything about it during the Cold War. We got that, though we were incredibly frustrated over all the proxy wars, the slaughter, the maiming of people, plus the destruction of America's moral authority, which has continued since the end of the Cold War. All of this is very frustrating, and the truth embargo is in its 65th year, and people want to get really negative about it and think, oh, it's all run by the Illuminati and nothing will ever change. The fact is it's not that way at all. And I encourage people to get out of that mode of thinking and start thinking in the 21st century, 2013. Behind Edward Snowden is a thousand more because the entire national security state is run by millennials, kids born since 1980. Believe me, they didn't hire a bunch of 60-year-olds to create those computer programs, run those computers because they don't know how to do it. The kids know how to do it, and these kids are in there by the thousands learning about the way the old guard is operated, learning about what they're doing, and they're not happy about it. And so there's going to be more Edward Snowdens, and the whole thing is simply coming apart at the seams, not the least of which is the truth embargo about the ET presence, which is going to collapse soon enough under the weight of its own 65 years, 67 years of lies, misrepresentation, and all of the assaults on it, not only by the advocacy movement, but by history itself, as well as a dozen nations, which have made it clear they're tired of the damn thing and they want it to end. That's the circumstances, Mel, really, that we're looking at. You have to look at the much bigger picture to see what's going on and not focus too much on the cliches about, well, you know, there's a power group here or the media is all conglomerated. These are the frustrated emotions of a public that is completely perplexed that a nation this rich with this much heritage and positives going for it is screwing up this badly that so many that, – that a nation like the United States has put that many incompetent people in Congress, has created 
such a powerless president has allowed the national security state to get as far as it has. That's frustration and anger and bitterness. The answer to that is action, reform, focused attention, and you know, putting the right people in prison for a change. All of that's doable, and that's my job is to be involved in that process. Absolutely, and I think uh, part of the, the their goal is to to cause exhaustion so that people can you know stop looking because that's why I mentioned what I did. But you mentioned Bradley Manning, uh, Michael. I mean uh, uh, Assange, uh, Michael Hastings. Uh, you probably know how he died. Edward Snowden. Now Russia giving asylum. Where do you think Russia stands when it comes to this closure? Well, the most important thing. There's two things that have happened in the last year that. Knowledgeable people, if they really were paying attention, and most people aren't, I get that, would note with great interest. Russia is absolutely a candidate to end the ET truth embargo. Be absolutely certain that there are, there are people within the Russian military and intelligence community, which includes Putin, that are fully aware of the ET presence, and they could announce it tomorrow. But a lot of people think there's no way the Russia would do that because they wouldn't want to anger the United States. I just have to laugh. I just have to laugh. These are people that are 30 years behind the curve. Two things happened. One, about a year ago, Alexander Medvedev, former prime minister, was giving an interview. And after, quote, the interview was, quote, unquote, over, and supposedly uh, the cameras were shut down, the mic was shut down, he just happens to mention on camera and on mic and discuss that the fact that the incoming uh, heads of state in Russia receive substantial security briefings and information and books, stuff we've talked about in the U.S. all the time, which includes the nuclear stuff as well as information about extraterrestrials on the planet. And that anybody that sort of wanted to, you know, wanted to kind of get a sense of that could check out the, the documentary or the movie or whatever film, Men in Black. Now, the reporter was kind of, I guess, laughing a little bit. I mean, she was, I, I saw kind of a nervous laugh, but he wasn't. He was deadpanned. Now, immediately, the, a lot of people jumped on that and said, oh, it was definitely a joke because he, he mentions Men in Black, and that was a, that's a comedy series in the United States, so it's definitely a joke. Well, once again, they're wrong. He was not referring to the Men in Black with Will Smith and Jones. He was referring to a documentary, The Men in Black, that is a fact coming out right at that time in Russia that was not a comedy at all. And it's available on the internet. Check it out. All right. Now, do you really think that the heads of state of countries, particularly a country like Russia, just for the hell of it, decide that they're going to sow some ET stuff out there like that just to get a cheap laugh? They're not prone to doing that. This is not something – people in that position just don't do that. In fact, if you look at it from the right perspective, from the disclosure perspective, it was a perfect example of diplomacy by other means, a way of Russia to send a message to the U.S. that, you know, we know about the ETs too, and you guys are continuing to lie straight flesh to the entire world about this. Meanwhile, you're pushing everybody around, starting wars, uh, acting kind of imperialistic, and you know, killing people with drones. You know, maybe we might do this. Now, maybe there's a reason that Russia would prefer the U.S. go first. But then if that was really the case – I mean, or put it this way. If they had no desire to disclose at all, then why would Medvedev say anything? Now, let's finish up with the second point here. 
all of those people that think Russia is sort of under our thumb, Putin just allowed Snowden one year of asylum. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.